Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome into Memorial Stadium in Bloomington, Indiana. This is Rapid Reactions, brought to you by Byers Auto. That is Spencer Holbrook and Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward, Ohio State. I think it was 54 to 7. I can't be sure because I stopped paying attention about halftime. This game was over early. Ohio State uh, dominant on all three and all three phases. The offense is just continuing to get better with C.J. Stroud and Travion Henderson. Uh, And for my money, don't know maybe top five or top ten about it. They're the best backfield combination in the country at this point. Defense continuing to come along, uh, holding Indiana well under 200 yards. Yes, they didn't have uh, their starting quarterback and. Uh, or their second string quarterback. Or their second string quarterback, or maybe their third. I don't even know who that was that was out there. But it wouldn't have mattered if they had Tom Brady tonight. Uh, the pass rush was back. Uh, I mean, this was this was what this is why Ohio State has won four straight Big Ten titles. They are that much better than everybody else. Uh, and I think tonight was probably another uh, warning shot that the best could still be ahead of them in the second half of the season. Yeah, and I think it's important that on the first drive of the game, the defense. Gave up three long third down conversions to Indiana and allowed a touchdown. They ended up, you know, knocking Jack Tuttle essentially out of the game on the touchdown pass, and that did change things. But to me, it's just the the, the calm and cool of C.J. Stroud is unbelievable. Like, the, the, the Buckeyes come out, they score on that first drive, and they didn't do it in their normal way. They dink and dunk themselves down the field. Second series after Indiana scores and ties it, three plays, touchdown, and it's just like there's not even a – you know, there's no sweat off CJ's back, and I think it's just pretty incredible to watch a kid who four weeks ago looked to be pretty shaky confidence-wise, and whatever happened on that week off <laughs> when when Kyle McCord was playing against uh, Akron, the light is on, and I don't, I'm not just going to say it, it's going to sound crazy. Here we go. Are you crazy? Every single year in the last four years, we've said to ourselves, is this the best Ohio State quarterback of all time? And C.J. Stroud Uh-oh. has the potential Ooh. to be. I mean, this is a this is a rocket ship that he's on right now, and he he's he's an absolute Heisman contender. He's an absolute Big Ten Player of the Year candidate and an All American candidate. There's no other quarterback in the country playing better. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I said it uh, to you guys on Wednesday, and I I firmly believe that as we head back to Ohio now, that C.J. Stroud should be the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, that was your bold prediction. He would leave this game as the odds-on favorite. Yeah, and, and I can't control what Vegas does with the odds, but I think for anybody who on Saturday afternoon said, wow, Caleb Williams like took the ball out of his teammate's hand and got a fourth-and-one conversion against Kansas, it's a Heisman moment. Well, I hope that they watched what C.J. Stroud and Travion Henderson both did tonight. Those are two of the best players in America, and one is a redshirt freshman quarterback who still only started six games. The other is a true freshman running back who barely even gets to play a half. He's dealt with injuries, and he still you know, scored three more touchdowns tonight. He's going to author one of the best. He's on pace to have one of the best freshman seasons in Ohio State history at one of the most fabled positions of any program anywhere, and he's doing it with, like, a handful of carries per carries game. game. He doesn't even have 100 touches on the season. He ha- he does he has not hit 100 touches on the season, and he should be in the Heisman Trophy conversation. That is 
absurd on every level. And he's not even the best Heisman Trophy candidate on this roster, like you guys said. C.J. Stroud's playing at such an unbelievable clip. The only thing that I can that I can think of to compare this game to was the way you felt about midway through the first quarter of the Maryland game two years ago when Ohio State was just absolutely pouring it on and you knew that there was nothing that they, they could do to screw it up and there was nothing Maryland could do <laughs> to even consider stopping Ohio State. This was as dominant of a performance in Big Ten play as I can remember from this team. And this place, I'm going to give this, this stadium a little credit, the students were ready to go. This place was ready to go. And the Indiana fans were actually being pretty loud. And midway through the second quarter, we looked over the, the right to our right over the stadium. And there was a traffic jam, like a terrible traffic jam. Because people just knew it was done. It was over. There was nothing Ohio State was going, was going to do to give this game back away to Indiana. And it, it, like I said, as dominant of a game as I can remember in the Big Ten. I think, you know, obviously you have to say that the weather was part of that. It seemed like it was pretty... Nice out here for the most part, Berm. Is that fair? No, I guess it wasn't. But after that, after the safety, after the botched punt, like India, the the realization sunk in. Indiana fans probably knew how this was going to go. They've seen this play out the same way, I think, like 78 or 79 years in a row. I can't remember what the number is, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm fudging all the numbers tonight because it just didn't matter. Ohio State was so much better than Indiana, but uh, you know. They could sense what was happening. Yeah. Once the groundswell started for Ohio State, their top gear on offense, nobody has that. They are uniquely built, uniquely positioned to dominate. And once they press the accelerator, they go zero to 60 uh, in a heartbeat. Because there's no real way to stop them. It doesn't matter if you stop C.J. Stroud in the passing game, then they'll just run the ball. If you stop the running game, and again, Indiana did a nice job early setting the tone, trying to at least keep Ohio State from busting the big runs. And then Mayan Williams, uh, first drive of the game, C. Uh, Henderson leaves the game with a minor, I don't know what was going on, but and then Mayan Williams runs for the <laughs> long touchdown. And then it's just, it's just so fun. I mean, I, I'm watching it, and I was inside of the photo room at halftime, and I was talking to some of the other media people and the Indiana media people like how do they do this and I, I'm like I don't know like every year I think this is the best Ohio State offense I've ever seen and somehow it keeps getting better despite the fact that I looked out at one point and it was a true freshman quarterback a true freshman running back a true freshman wide receiver another true freshman wide receiver a true freshman right tackle a true freshman walk-on center a walk-on uh, uh, other guy at wide receiver like in Chris Booker like they're just so much better schemed up than anybody in the country. I, I, I watch receivers and they're never covered and I don't know how that's possible. I think people are going to, we've heard this for several games, several weeks now that, and even as we're talking here right now, it sounds like it's hyperbole what we're saying with two Heisman contenders and the best Ohio State offense or, or CJ Stroud being on pace to be, you know, break every record. Like it sounds crazy to be saying all these things, but I don't know how, what the argument is against it. Well, okay, Indiana is not the greatest opposition in the world that's fine maryland is definitely not um and rutgers is rutgers I, you know i i certainly understand all that well we're going to find out if it's true starting probably next week but this was supposed to be part of it too it's a, a big 10 game on the road against a team that everyone says is well coached and plays hard and has great schemes and could bring pressure and this and that and they were completely outmatched uh, Tyvis Powell said something I think is important because we're going to talk about this with the defense in that opening drive. Like he said that any game, he felt like that first quarter, if it was even, that was fine because you had to adjust. You had to figure out the other team was going to put a script together. Spencer said that in the press box. Like 
they have good coaches too. You have to give credit for that. But then as you adjust, as the athleticism takes hold, I mean, it was 47 to nothing after that. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that is Indiana ran, I think, 12, 11 or 12 plays on the opening drive. You usually script your first 15 plays. After the script was, was done, there was absolutely nothing Indiana did that worked. Indiana had 75 yards on the first drive of the game and finished the game with, I think, 101 total yards. Yeah. That, that, is le- that is 26 yards in three quarters and 10 minutes. That, that's, that's disgusting from the Ohio State defense. <laughs> and if this defense continues to get better and continues to get better, Penn State will not score many points on this defense because it couldn't score on Illinois. Michigan will have trouble because Michigan can't throw the ball. Michigan State will have trouble because Michigan State can't pass the ball. If there's an offense... They have the best receiving group in the Big Ten. If there's an offense left... I don't believe that. If there's an offense left on You're the schedule, the two opponents for the Big Ten West would be Iowa or Wisconsin. This defense can only continue to get better, and it can only continue to get more confident until a December 31st game. And that sounds crazy because there's a lot a lot left to for the dust to settle before that happens. But if we are robbed of an Ohio State-Georgia game this season, I will be so sad. I just think it, what we're looking at here is just the proof. And we tried to say this early in the season, and sometimes I know people hear us talking, oh, these guys are homers. Like, after the Oregon game, the, the message was very clear. Like, this team is super young. They lost a ton of playing experience a year ago that they really, really needed. And be patient and let them grow into what they can be. And, I, again, I don't want to put too much on – what the defense did against an obviously shorthanded Indiana team. But that Indiana team scored 35 points against them last year, and Pen- Michael Penix threw for 500 yards. <laughs> and they had the same receivers. Yeah. Uh, and Ty Freifogel caught one ball in this game as Denzel Ward, another true freshman. Denzel Burke. Burke. Denzel Burke, sorry. De- playing like Denzel Ward when he was <laughs> at Ohio State. Clamped him down. I mean, it's just something that I, I, I think people need to understand how important playing football is if you want to get better at football. I, and also that uh, Michigan State thing was a, the Detroit Free Press had a story I, that I know but they I got want it. them to know. <laughs> I didn't really say that. Obviously, they're not the best. Think well, about, Think about what we're going to see from Denzel Burke real quick in the next few weeks. Jahan Dotson, David Bell, the guys yeah. from Michigan, Jalen Naylor from Michigan State. Like, You're going to see yeah. Denzel Burke and you're going to see that trajectory continue to rise as he starts to become more of a household name because the odds are those guys aren't getting open on him either. Go ahead. There was a lot of scoffing about that too. That It's like any... If anybody should remember how dramatically things and exponentially things can change for a team that's that young and suffers an early loss, and I said it, you know, whenever that was now, six weeks ago, you have the chance to do 2014 or 2018. This team looks like 2014, and if anything, I think that the ceiling is is they're well ahead of it. The 2014 team, I mean, we 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 all look back on it and remember them winning a championship, but they were still struggling this time of the year. They didn't really find their stride until the Big Ten championship game when they really when everything clicked. So, you know, they obviously played well down the stretch and beat Michigan and, and you know did the things they had to do. But it wasn't a situation where they went from zero to sixty like this team has done in the last three weeks. I mean, what we've watched out of CJ again, I'm CJ Stroud is just the the pass that he made right over here to Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first quarter is one of the best thrown <laughs> passes I've ever seen a college quarterback throw. And then the one that he threw to Chris Olave for a touchdown in this corner was about as good Didn't as that one. did you hear, one. Burn? It's one of the best throws ever. I mean, it, it was close. But it wasn't even just C.J. Stroud. <laughs> and this is what I think is so important about this game. Uh, you know, we watched last year that C.J. Stroud didn't get the experience that Kyle McCord and Jack Miller have gotten these last few weeks. And 
uh, Kyle McCord today was a much better passer than he was in even the start that he had against the sure. ball that he threw in the to Emeka Abuka in the corner should have been a touchdown and uh, the guy made a really good play Abuka had it on, on his hands and got knocked away but I just see a team that is getting everything they need right now experience wise and all that talk in the first three weeks about why are they playing so many guys on defense well now we see why they're playing so many guys on defense and now they figured out yeah they had what to. works yeah um among all those guys that we saw, and a lot of a lot of guys played, a lot of guys contributed. Some of them didn't get a ton of shine. I tried to mention some in the snap judgments, which were posted at halftime. I thought Jackson Smith and Jigba, like he he'd be the best receiver on just about any team in the country if he wasn't playing, but you know, alongside Chris Olave and That's Garrett the best Wilson right now. In the country. And Steel Chambers, like the, you look at the stat sheet, and you're going to see a lot of other guys with more numbers and and more contributions. The way he is flying to the football right now. It kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So those were two that came immediately to mind for me as we wind down on Rapid Reaction, brought to you by Byers Auto. Who else uh, you know, stood out to you as somebody who is on that upward trajectory that we're talking about heading into the second half? I mean, again, it Denzel, well into the second Denzel half. Burke, I was trying to key in on him a little bit today just to watch him compared to what we saw last year. Um, but <laughs> it was just a, an entire defensive line today that was dominant. I mean, Zach Harrison had the sack that got taken away from him, but Michael Hall got to play in the backfield. Tyreek Williams had a sack. Haskell Garrett had the sack on the first play of the game. Tyreek Smith made some some plays and put forced some pressure. Uh, JT uh, Tuimolau got his first sack. Like this, this is a team that is just getting better and better. I, Tommy Eichenberg, played a really solid game. He did. Um, I don't even when it, when you give up a hundred yards. <laughs> Everyone obviously played pretty darn great, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know that there's a guy on defense that stood out, but uh, to be fair, I was just doing like this the whole time trying to, to be stay fair, dry. Huh? Any, anybody to else to name? I mean, well, he tried to leave you, you Schlegs, know, some options because Schlegs over here. He took about the entire defense. I'm going to go with Jeremy Ruckert because this is one of the guys who was quite frankly underwhelming in the first half of the season and and didn't look as focused I think because you know we saw a couple drops we saw the drop for the touchdown against Oregon we saw a drop a couple weeks later and I I don't know if the focus was entirely there and I think this could be a a turning point for him with five catches with 47 yards with two touchdowns it's It's crazy so unfair (laughs) I know it's so unfair to these to these teams are playing because (laughs) <laughs> he probably should be the best tight end in the country, and now CJ Stroud's figured out how to use him. Yeah, and, and like, uh oh, <laughs> that's where I was. Go- that's where I'm, I'm going with that because if CJ Stroud, who sees the field really well when it comes to his receivers, but I think he's still start trying to get a feel for using his tight ends. If he can learn to use his tight ends, even the way Justin Fields did, because I don't think he was great at using the tight ends. If CJ Stroud can learn to use the tight ends the way Justin Fields did. There's not a team in the country that can stop this offense because if you want to take, if you have corners that can take, you know, take the wide receivers and make them look a little, you know, less than what they are. And are there cornerbacks anywhere that can do that? But if you were to to negate what the receivers can do, and if you if you have the defensive line like a Georgia has, you still have to account for a tight end, and you can't take away everything. And if Jeremy Ruckert can find a turning point in this game with two touchdown catches. The, the sky is the limit for, for him because he can be the best tight end in the country. A lot of guys that are uh, very good, I would say, nationally. This is a top five, maybe top ten. Okay, it's Bijan Robinson, and then it's <laughs> Trayvon Anderson. Wilson. Okay, he's really there. good. And I want to <laughs> say this yeah. and wish him a happy birthday is Kevin Wilson. Kevin Wilson's pretty good. He's pretty underrated as far as an offensive coordinator goes. Ryan Day gets a lot of the credit for what Ohio State does offensively. But uh, Kevin Wilson, who... 
made this place into what they're trying to build here at Indiana deserves some credit just for the just the way that he's been able to keep things steady. They wouldn't have the building behind us right here. All right. Yeah, let's let's pack it up. Let's head out of the house that Kevin Wilson built and then came in here and destroyed as the Buckeyes dropped a nuclear bomb on Bloomington. An absolute <laughs> beat down in B-Town, 54 to 7. We are going to head back to the great state of Ohio. This has been Rapid Reactions brought to you by Byers Auto, Ohio State 54, Indiana 7. Next Saturday night, Rapid Reaction will come to you live from the Horseshoe after Ohio State and Penn State. A lot more coverage of the Buckeyes, of course, every day up until then. That's Spencer Holbrook and Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you back home. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.